up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Uh, we broke down a terrible list of Tom Petty songs on Tom Petty Radio. Uh, again, if you missed, missed the news, Sip has announced what his next endeavor is. Yes, I'm going to on3.com to cover Nebraska sports. we got to turn up the energy, by the uh, way. It's, it's turned up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. O-N-O-N-the-number-3.com. On3.com. You're a good marketer. Well, that's what I do. Yeah, I know. You should get into that. <laughs> no, you do it. You do it well. I appreciate that. I'm not as good at I'm not very good about... Would you say I'm not... I'm a little deficient when it comes to marketing myself? You do a pretty good job of putting out your Stuff. articles and columns on Twitter. Do I? Okay, yeah. thank you. But you don't talk about them much in real life, though. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I don't. I don't. We could more. We could. We should. Yeah. More. Yeah. Um, you often will not talk about my columns. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> I'm joking, Jake. Okay, we're going to get into some sports. Yes, we are. Sports talk. I did like that petty list. I don't know what the reaction was on the text line. It was it's a little miss. insider baseball on that. Um, but, oh, man, you know, I, radio. but again, but again, Wildflowers as Petty's third best song is are people Shameful. going out of their way to be artsy. Shameful. Just just a waste. Some, of, but a crawling, wasted number. crawling back to you at number two does not bother me. It's too high. That song. Good song. <laughs> it's not the waiting. It's not here comes my girl. It's not running down a dream. It's not breakdown. I always thought that breakdown is sort of the accepted. Like quote unquote best petty song. I thought that was just sort of the And I thought that Running Down a Dream was Okay. That. Yeah, Running Down a Dream is on the, in that territory for sure. I just thought Breakdown was the the most powerful first big petty hit, wouldn't you say? Well, the first big hit was American Girl. Was it was that, that was before a, yeah, Breakdown? Seventy eight, yeah. That was Are you, no well, hold on. I'm pretty sure that was his first big one. Right, well, we don't need to get into this because we don't know. Okay. I'm pretty sure that was American Girl. Was okay. Well. You can check. Uh, 402-464-5685, call or text as always. I looked at some odds yesterday, Sip, across the college football landscape. And yes. I My eyes stopped at one and kind of raised. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Texas, Sip, per, per the Caesars Sportsbook, is the favorite to win the Big 12 this year. Despite losing their quarterback, Casey Thompson, and getting Quinn Ewers from Ohio State, the transfer portal, having a nice recruiting class. But I would ask you this. If Texas, who went 5-7 and seven last year overall and 3-6 and six in conference play and lost their starting quarterback to the transfer portal, is the favorite to win the Big 12, what does that mean about Casey Thompson, if anything? First of all, I would say be careful with this because because Texas is not 
I mean, the Big 12 is wide open. I mean, okay, I'm going to do this thing where I go to the Lindy's magazine. Oh, boy, magazine. here's Lindy. Lindy. Yeah, Lindy's magazine. Lindy's magazine picks Texas to finish fourth in the Big 12. So I don't think this is a comp. I don't think this is a commentary on Casey Thompson. Always remember that while Casey Thompson, his record at Texas wasn't great, four and six. Keep in mind, he played with a bad thumb. I mean, after they played Oklahoma and Dallas on October eighth, and he mm-hmm. played the rest of that season with a bad thumb, and that colors any conversation about Casey. And even though he played with a bad thumb. He threw 24 touchdown passes, which was better than anybody in the Big 12, nine interceptions, 2,113 yards. That's not no, Those are fine numbers. This is more – the fact that they're favored is, first of all, again, wide open conference. They're not the, they're not the prohibitive favorite by any stretch of the imagination. This is some, somewhat about Sark. Steve Sarkeesian mm-hmm. signing the na- yeah, signing the nation's number five recruiting class. That's yeah, a lot of it. Um, Which, this is about mm-hmm. going into the portal um, to help the offense. They didn't real, their defense was terrible, but they did not go to the portal to help the defense for some reason. Their defense was awful. So you got fifty plus points to Kansas in a loss. Yeah, right. The defense they lost to well, Kansas. Let's put it this way. Okay, if you're talking about Texas you, and, and why they failed last year. You don't start with Casey Thompson. Now, quarterback play was inconsistent, but they were the number 115th ranked team in, in rushing yards allowed per attempt. They allowed 5.15 yards per attempt. Okay? Okay? That puts pressure on your offense. All right? Interestingly, by the way, you know what two of the three big questions are for Texas? What's that? They're very similar to Nebraska. Mm. Can the offensive line do its part? That is a question here. Okay. That their offensive line, according to Charles Thompson, whom I talked to, Casey's father, he said, You think Nebraska's offensive line struggled? Watch Texas's offensive line last year. And I did. I, I watched against Oklahoma. I watched some highlights. I said, what are they doing? It, it was bad. That one question, so can the offensive line do its part? The other question, can the Longhorns generate a pass rush? Okay. Hmm. You know how many sacks they had last year? No. 20. You know how many sacks Nebraska had last year? 20. Okay. Hmm. Now, some of this you just chalk up to, okay, Texas was 5-7, and seven, Nebraska was 3-9. and nine. Teams that struggle often struggle up front, right? So they're offensive line suspect, and they don't get to the quarterback, and they turn it over a lot. That's just what, what I always say is we kind of um, fixate on these things. And what I always say, yeah, 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 that's what uh, sort of uh, bad teams are. They don't, they don't get much from their offensive line. They don't get to the quarterback, and they turn the ball over a lot. That's, that's, that's how you finish below 500 but going back to Casey and his impact on their struggles last year they struggled in a lot of areas that don't involve Casey Thompson right I, I'm aware they, of that. they were inconsistent they did get inconsistent quarterback play though 
But but I'm just saying that it, if you are a Nebraska fan out there and you're very optimistic about Casey Thompson, I look at this, and again, it's just an it's it's not guaranteed to happen. It's just the odds right now. I just feel a little weird that that quarterback leaves there and they are supposed to be way better. Well, Quinn Ye- Quinn Ewers changes that conversation. Now he didn't. I mean, reading <laughs> reading Lindy's magazine, Ewers didn't come out of the spring necessarily with the job. Hudson Card, who started last year, and then was benched after the after Texas lost the second game to Arkansas, and Casey Thompson was was given the starting job. Hudson Card is still regarded as a threat to win that job. Hudson Card, mm-hmm. C-A-R-D. Got it's it? H-U-T Hudson? Hudson. Oh, H-U-D, yeah. Hudson. Yeah. Quinn Hudson Ewers. Card. Quinn Ewers, everybody knows who that is, right? Oh, he's made a million bucks to do nothing at Ohio State. <laughs> right. Before he came to By the Texas. way, yeah, regarding Quinn Ewers, you read things – it, it, there's a lot about the world that troubles me. And, like, one thing I, – I read, like, in this Lindy's Magazine that they 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 describe Quinn Ewers as a generational talent. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a little – like, I'm sure Ewers hears things like that all the time. It feels like that's putting a little pressure on a 18-year-old. The man kid. made a million dollars to not play at Ohio State. Seems a little weird, doesn't it? And then you re- he's reading magazines that call him a generational talent, and he hasn't claimed a starting job yet. And it's all very, it's all a little much, right? I mean, we uh, yeah, we're in that little, we're in this kind of weird phase of college football where we want to treat these guys like they're adults, pay them like adults, pay them like adults. But we kind of forget that they're kids, right? It's very odd to me. Um, Quinn Ewers is the reason. I mean, I wonder how much Quinn Ewers factors into Casey leaving. Now, I don't know what the time, but now I'm thinking about out loud. I don't know. Did Casey know that what they, what Texas was trying to do, bringing uh, quarterbacks? Probably so. Yeah. Um, but we've gone over why Casey left. Casey, Casey, you know, stuck it out in that program for four years and decided, you know, I want to try it somewhere else. And now here's what I'd say about Casey at Nebraska. Jake, I've been saying this. I think the first two weeks of August, he needs to firmly establish himself as Nebraska's quarterback. Okay? You're going to say, what, hasn't he done that already? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I we're different here. I think he's already got the job. Yeah, I got which is which. I don't. Uh, yeah, we are different. I don't think you. I don't. I don't get that sense. By the way, I think Chubb is coming. All right. I mean, they like. I, I welcome a competition. There should be. You should welcome it. Casey Thompson has to be pushed. The summer months are important, and then the first two weeks of August are very important. Okay. I don't think you want to, if you're a Nebraska fan, you just want that tag put on Casey right now. I don't know if that's good well, for Casey he, Thompson. Well, I think he can be the expected starter, not okay. the definitive yeah, one. It gets down to Like, low. if we had to say, hey, June 1st, who, who's the quarterback? I think most people will say it's Casey Thompson, probably. right? Yeah. I'd say he's so the probable he's the fa- starter. He's the favorite. He goes into the fall 
as the likely quarterback, and things can change after a few weeks of practice. Yeah, I like what I hear behind the scenes in that in that Chubb Purdy's coming, and you can't rule out Logan Smothers, although I would put Purdy at number two based on everything I'm hearing. And you want Purdy to go into August pushing Casey Thompson hard. And you want I, – what I think would be good is for that to be a threat. And by the way, by the way, you're going to need them both. You might need three. We've seen plenty of seasons around here where you need two and sometimes three, right? Yes. I mean, come yeah, on. But, yeah. And, and now, the top three are very clear. And then, you know, there's a drop-off there with Heinrich. Um, so, Heinrich Harbor is going to have to make up some ground. From Doc on the text line, D-O-C-K, Doc, 464-5685. I'm not excited about Casey Thompson. He spent four years at Texas and accomplished absolutely nothing. At least Adrian at some point was a Heisman contender in that span of time. Thompson literally did nothing. Okay, now here's the interesting part about Casey Thompson to me. He might not have to do as much as Adrian. Because I think they're better. I think they're going to be better around him. And I think the offensive line could be if Prohaska and Turner Corcoran establish themselves as the tackles. Big if. I don't think that's a big if. Do you, well, why do you think well, that's a big I, if? I got to see where Teddy's health is back when, right. the, when the fall hits. It's not and, a big if. And like I, I've said before, hey. it, when a big guy, when anybody gets an injury in their legs, it's concerning. When a big okay. man does, yeah. when a 300-pound guy mm-hmm. – is coming off a leg injury. I'm sorry. I always have hesitation about is that guy the same as he Come was on, before the injury. On, you watch the NFL. There's guy. There's linemen coming off ACLs sure. all the time. And some of them aren't quite the same. Some of them are the same, right. which is awesome. It's a Come concern. On, Jake. It's a valid concern. Concern, but you think it's a big if? I don't think it's a big if. I think he'll probably be okay. I think they feel really good about Hicks and its center. It's the guards that you got to you got to watch the guard positions. Um, you got to watch a guy like Henry Lutovsky. you got to watch a guy like Kevin Williams. Those guys need to be ready to roll, okay? Now, as far as running back goes, Jake, Jake, they feel good about it, all right? With Anthony Grant, Jacques Yant, and the guy you can't forget about and you got to watch is Gabe Irvin because Gabe Irvin's healthy. And, and, and Ramirez, the cover boy, Look at this. See that Lindy's magazine? Who's on the cover? From here, Johnson. Ramir well, Johnson. Okay. Interesting. They, they, yeah. They have, choice. they have leading returning rusher. They have a pretty good stable there that can take some pressure off Casey. Vocalette can take pressure off Casey. Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer can take pressure off Casey. Omar Manning can take pressure off. Um, you know, they, got, they brought in Marcus Washington. I, Elante Brown can take pressure off. I think they feel like, like they, that that they're not gonna lean as hard on Casey Thompson as they had to lean on Adrian. That they better not. They better not. He's not. As, he's not as big. He's not gonna be able to withstand that kind of Big Ten punishment. I mean, look at Adrian. What what did he go through his last year? Played with a broken jaw. A, I think you have a high ankle sprain, a bad shoulder. I mean, that's a, that's about as bad as you can deal with, right? Yeah, it's pretty bad. A Texas listener is chiming in. I'd like to hear it. Uh, Rob says, let me get pulled up here real quick. Rob. Yep. He says, uh, Casey Thompson 
was on fire until he hurt his thumb, and like you said, his O-line was not good at all. He's optimistic. He is optimistic, Rob, is about Casey Thompson at Nebraska. Now, some people are going to say, now, wait a second now. He had players around him. Bijan Robinson. Ah, he's a stud. Hello. They had and, a, and Worthy, the receiver. Xavier Worthy, yeah, the receiver. Xavier Worthy has 62 catches. He's a stud. As a freshman. 62 receptions as a freshman. By the way, <laughs> Sark has pressure. There's <laughs> already. Yeah. Oh yeah, five. they went five and seven last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Texas didn't do the thing where, hey, Sark, you got a seven-year runway. Win right away. You better win or figure a way. They to didn't. Win. That conversation wasn't happening at Texas. Isn't happening at Texas. Unlike here, which we, if there's one big takeaway from the last few years for me, it's let's not do that anymore. All right, you got you give a coach a seven year runway. No, no. I'm not saying that Sark should be fired if he goes five and seven again, but he probably will be fired if he goes five and seven <laughs> yeah, again. Probably will be right, right. Yeah, I'm not saying he should be, but he probably will be. He better not throw a five and seven out there. You got Quinn Ewers, this oh, generational God, here talent yeah, yeah, here, yeah, yeah. in a top five recruiting class. Yeah, five and seven is not going to cut it, Sark. But I don't think you look at that Caesar Sportsbook, see Texas pick to win the Big 12, and then apply Casey Thompson in the conversation as, huh? Uh, no, Casey, Casey Thompson, I would say wasn't a problem, and there are problems all over the place, starting with a defense that was awful, awful, and an offensive line that was awful. Think about it. Yeah. They gave up five-plus yards per carry on their defense. It, that puts pressure on the offense. If you go watch the highlights where, again, Casey Thompson was great against Oklahoma. If you watch the highlights, the O-line gave him no time. Right. I mean, it was embarrassing. It was bad. He was making plays with no time. It mm-hmm. looked like Adrian out there. Mm-hmm. Now, Watch ho- the replay. Hopefully he gets into a situation in Nebraska where the offensive line is okay. Well, the key word is hopefully. Don't. It's not guaranteed. No, it's not guaranteed. But I think it could be better. I, you heard all throughout the spring that their run blocking was good. That now, then you saw in the spring game the pass protection break down in a big way. But that wasn't Prohaska, Turner, Corcoran. I, I mean, if you're a Nebraska fan, you're counting on Prohaska on the left and Turner, Corcoran on the right to solve your tackle. You're the tackle position. Shouting at Prohaska coming back fully from injury and not having any after effects. Well, August Confidence is Confidence-wise. August is big. Jeff Patrikas of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He's going to tell us about Wisconsin and their th- thoughts in the upcoming season next on Early Break in the Ticket.